0: going to invite uh, Josh and Josh's dad I think. Can they come up? Um, so hi for those of you who don't know me I'm Josh and today I've decided to get baptised. I was born and raised in a Christian household so I've always known about God and Jesus and the great things the Bible has to tell us. It's been, it's been great to have um, two parents to look up to who love the Lord above anything else and live in a way that glorifies him. They've been, a great, they've been great role models, and I'm so thankful for them pointing me to Jesus. Although I've always believed in God, I've only taken my Christian walk seriously for about three years. Um, the biggest change for me was when I was serving in kids' church, and I realised that most of the kids actually knew more about God than I did. Um, and then I just remember God saying to me, Josh, where's your faith at? Get to know me more. Um, so that week I had a huge wave of, of motivation as I started reading the Bible, um, aiming to finish it within a year. It took a bit longer than two years, but we got there. Um, but the motivation was something unlike I've ever felt before, and I felt closer to God more than I've ever felt previously. It showed me a new way of living and gave me great insight into the person I wanted to be. And for anyone else contemplating a Bible plan or just reading it in general, I highly recommend it. Baptism is one of those things I was putting off for a while. I didn't think I was ready. I thought I had to reach a certain level of faith to be baptized. But now I've learned that actually we'll never get to a level of faith that God says, yes, you can now get baptized because of A, B, and C. I've read the Bible from start to finish. It was great, but it didn't bring me up a level of faith. Because I've realized that's not how it works. I've learned that no matter what stage we are in in life, no matter what we've done, and no matter what and no matter how close or far we feel from God, there is no level that we need to achieve to become baptized. We simply come as we are, submit everything to God and live in the way that He wants us to live. Growing up, and even now, I was always afraid of showing my faith scared of rejection and fear of being disregarded, fear of what people would think of me and the judgment that comes with that. As much as I knew it was the right thing to do to share God, I never left my comfort zone to share my faith. I kept everything internally and to myself. I've always felt quite unqualified in my faith, and I haven't shared the good news with anyone yet, but I want to. It's what we're all called for, to go out into the world and share what Jesus has done for us. I've recently thought to myself, who cares if someone doesn't like me because of what I believe in? It doesn't matter. The Bible says in Matthew 10:22, for all nations will hate you because you are my followers, but everyone who endures to the end will be saved. I would rather have friction with people and harmony with God than harmony with people and friction with God. Um... Picture this. We have one, the creator of the universe who is holy and above all things and we have humans. It's funny to think that another human's feelings towards me about what I believe in can throw me off balance. And it's crazy to think that that shift in mindset can cause us to gravitate to pleasing people instead of pleasing God. And that's what I've been doing my whole life. But now I choose... To please God first, then to please people second. Looking back on the trials through my life, I can certainly see God's hand at work. When I lost my job nearly two years ago, I thought, what are you doing, God? Why aren't I where I want to be? But I was wrong. I was where he wanted me to be. And now looking back on that, I'm so grateful. If I didn't lose my job, Kat wouldn't have approached me about it and I might not have a fiancé and I wouldn't be in the job that I'm in now advancing in my skills in video editing God certainly has a plan for my life and I'm willing to go anywhere he leads me because he knows what's best for me and I know he's in control Um, even though we continually disobey God and turn our backs to him, he still shows us grace, unlike anything. Here are some verses I like. Galatians 2.20 I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ lives in me. And the life I now live in the flesh, I live in faith in the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. And... In Romans six seventeen to 18. But thanks be to God that though you used to be slaves to sin, you have come to obey from your heart the patterns of teaching that has claimed your allegiance. You have been set free from sin and have become slaves to righteousness. We don't have to be perfect to be baptized. God just desires for us to come back to him with all our sinfulness with brokenness and mess, to come as people in need of him, and that we will be changed and transformed to become children who love him and worship him and obey him. I'm far from perfect, and I'm still learning how to follow God. Baptism does not save me. My salvation is not found in my baptism. It is found in my Saviour. I simply stand on this stage today to declare that I love God more than anything this world has to offer and to testify that I will try my utmost best to live a life that pleases God. Christ is my ultimate example, and I want to follow him and submit to him all the days of my life.
1: I'm Josh's dad. I'm Bruce. And, um, Josh, I just want to say that, um, firstly, how extremely proud mum and I are that you're taking the step of, um, of baptism today. The stance um, that you're going to be taking of obedience, is going through the baptism waters, is, is not an easy one. And um, it's, it's not a popular one. What you're proclaiming is uh, the death of your own life and the resurrection, or the the renewal of a a new life in Christ Jesus. This uh, is not a popular way of looking at things in today's world, as you'll come to realise as you um, step out in faith, as you talk to those that you work with, those you come in contact with, and engage engage with. However, there is victory in Jesus' name. The forgiveness of sin is just as powerful now as it was 2,000 years ago when Jesus died on the cross for you and for all of us. Um, As you interact with others, um, Josh, never underestimate what others are going through because um, there's a lot of hurting people out there And um, a lot of people have a lot of misconceptions about a Christian or a Christian faith. A lot of people will say that um, the way we worship, the way we act, what we believe in the Bible, they'll say that it's outdated, that it's not relevant anymore. And um, what we need to understand is we need to listen to their stories, listen to how... uh, what they're going through Um, I believe that uh, you have in you the possibility of the you do have Christ in you you are his um, what's the word Um, we are a new creation anyway (laughs) Um, I can't think of the word ambassador you're an ambassador for Christ Hebrews 3:18 um, 1318, sorry 13 verse 8 tells us that Jesus is the same yesterday, today and forever. People don't need religion, they need Jesus. So what, what you've said just here um, is, uh, is really great to hear that um, you're willing to, to lay that on the line and to proclaim your faith so that's awesome Um, I just want to encourage you with a simple verse of scripture but it's powerful Matthew 23 where Jesus says love the Lord your God with all your heart with all your soul with all your mind This is the first and greatest commandment and the second is equally as important. Love your neighbour as yourself. Josh, um, I'm so excited that you're going through the orders of baptism and we couldn't be proud of you, mum and I.